Chapters 9 through 12 of the Gospel of John from the World English Bible. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by David Leeson. The Gospel of John from the World English Bible. Chapters 9 through 12. Chapter 9. As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither did this man sin nor his parents, but that the works of God might be revealed in him. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground, made mud with the saliva, anointed the blind man's eyes with the mud, and said to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So he went away, washed, and came back, seeing. The neighbors, therefore, and those who saw that he was blind before, said, Isn't this he who sat and begged? Others were saying, It is he. Still others were saying, He looks like him. He said, I am he. They therefore were asking him, How were your eyes opened? He answered, A man called Jesus made mud, anointed my eyes, and said to me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash. So I went away and washed, and I received sight. Then they asked him, Where is he? He said, I don't know. They brought him who had been blind to the Pharisees. It was a Sabbath when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. Again, therefore, the Pharisees also asked him how he received his sight. He said to them, He put mud on my eyes, I washed, and I see. Some, therefore, of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, because he doesn't keep the Sabbath. Others said, How can a man who is a sinner do such signs? There was division among them. Therefore they asked the blind man again, what do you say about him, because he opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. The Jews therefore did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and had received his sight, until they called the parents of him who had received his sight, and asked them, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered them, We know that this is our son, and that he was born blind. But how he now sees, we don't know, or who opened his eyes, we don't know. He is of age. Ask him. He will speak for himself. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that if any man would confess him as Christ, he would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore his parents said, He is of age. Ask him. So they called the man who was blind a second time, and said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He therefore answered, I don't know if he is a sinner. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. They said to him again, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already, and you didn't listen. Why do you want to hear it again? You don't also want to become his disciples, do you? They insulted him and said, you are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we don't know where he comes from. 
the man answered them how amazing you don't know where he comes from yet he opened my eyes we know that god doesn't listen to sinners but if anyone is a worshipper of god and does his will he listens to him since the world began it has never been heard of that anyone opened the eyes of someone born blind if this man were not from god he could do nothing they answered him ah you were altogether born in sins and do you teach us they threw him out jesus heard that they had thrown him out and finding him he said do you believe in the son of god he answered who is he lord that i may believe in him jesus said to him you have both seen him and it is he who speaks with you he said lord i believe and he worshiped him jesus said i came into this world for judgment that those who don't see may see and that those who see may become blind those of the pharisees who were with him heard these things and said to him are we also blind jesus said to them if you were blind you would have no sin but now you say we see therefore your sin remains chapter ten most certainly i tell you one who doesn't enter by the door into the sheepfold but climbs up some other way the same is a thief and a robber but one who enters in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep the gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out whenever he brings out his own sheep he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice they will by no means follow a stranger but will flee from him for they don't know the voice of strangers jesus spoke this parable to them but they didn't understand what he was telling them jesus therefore said to them again most certainly i tell you i am the sheep's door all who came before me are thieves and robbers but the sheep didn't listen to them i am the door if anyone enters in by me he will be saved and will go in and go out and will find pasture the thief only comes to steal kill and destroy i came that they may have life and may have it abundantly i am the good shepherd the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep he who is a hired hand and not a shepherd who doesn't own the sheep sees the wolf coming leaves the sheep and flees the wolf snatches the sheep and scatters them the hired hand flees because he is a hired hand and doesn't care for the sheep i am the good shepherd i know my own and i'm known by my own even as the father knows me and i know the father i lay down my life for the sheep i have other sheep which are not of this fold i must bring them also and they will hear my voice they will become one flock with one shepherd therefore the father loves me because i lay down my life that i may take it again no one takes it away from me but i lay it down by myself i have power to lay it down and i have power to take it again i received this commandment from my father therefore a division arose among the jews because of these words many of them said he has a demon and is insane why do you listen to him others said these are not the sayings of one possessed by a demon it isn't possible for a demon to open the eyes of the blind is it it was the feast of the dedication at jerusalem it was winter and jesus was walking in the temple in solomon's porch 
The Jews therefore came around him and said to him, How long will you hold us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you don't believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, these testify about me. But you don't believe, because you are not of my sheep, as I told you. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give eternal life to them. They will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Therefore Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, I have shown you many good works from my Father. For which of these works do you stone me? The Jews answered him, We don't stone you for a good work, but for blasphemy, because you, being a man, make yourself God. Jesus answered them, Isn't it written in your law, I said you are gods? If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, and the scripture can't be broken, do you say of him whom the Father sanctified and sent into the world, you blaspheme, because I said I am the Son of God? If I don't do the works of my Father, don't believe me. But if I do them, though you don't believe me, believe the works, that you may know and believe that the Father is in me, and I in the Father. They sought again to seize him, and he went out of their hand. He went away again beyond the Jordan into the place where John was baptizing at first, and there he stayed. Many came to him. They said, John indeed did no sign, but everything that John said about this man is true. Many believed in him there. Chapter 11 Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus, from Bethany, of the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who had anointed the Lord with ointment, and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. The sisters therefore sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he for whom you have great affection is sick. But when Jesus heard it, he said, this sickness is not to death, but for the glory of God, that God's Son may be glorified by it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. When therefore he heard that he was sick, he stayed two days in the place where he was. Then after this he said to the disciples, Let's go into Judea again. The disciples told him, Rabbi, the Jews were just trying to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, Aren't there twelve hours of daylight? If a man walks in the day, he doesn't stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if a man walks in the night, he stumbles, because the light isn't in him. He said these things, and after that he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going so that I may awake him out of sleep. The disciples therefore said, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he spoke of taking rest in sleep. So Jesus said to them plainly then, Lazarus is dead. I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, so that you may believe. Nevertheless, let's go to him. Thomas, therefore, who is called Didymus, said to his fellow disciples, Let's go also, that we may die with him. So when Jesus came, he found that he had been in the tomb four days already. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about fifteen stadia away. Many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. 
Then when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, but Mary stayed in the house. Therefore Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will still live, even if he dies. Whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ, God's Son, he who comes into the world. When she had said this, she went away and called Mary her sister, secretly saying, The teacher is here and is calling you. When she heard this, she arose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was in the place where Martha met him. Then the Jews who were with her in the house, and were consoling her, when they saw Mary, that she rose up quickly and went out, followed her, saying, She is going to the tomb to weep there. Therefore when Mary came to where Jesus was, and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews weeping who came with her, he groaned in the spirit, and was troubled, and said, Where have you laid him? They told him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. The Jews therefore said, See how much affection he had for him. Some of them said, Couldn't this man who opened the eyes of him who was blind have also kept this man from dying? Jesus therefore, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. Now it was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Didn't I tell you that if you believed, you would see God's glory? So they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you listened to me. I know that you always listen to me, but because of the multitude that stands around I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! He who was dead came out, bound hand and foot with wrappings, and his face was wrapped around with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Free him and let him go. Therefore many of the Jews who came to Mary and saw what Jesus did believed in him. But some of them went away to the Pharisees and told them the things which Jesus had done. The chief priests, therefore, and the Pharisees gathered a council and said, What are we doing? For this man does many signs. If we leave him alone like this, everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. But a certain one of them, Caiaphas, being high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all, nor do you consider that it is advantageous for us that one man should die for the people, and that the whole nation not perish. Now he didn't say this of himself, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the nation, and not for the nation only, but that he might also gather together into one the children of God who are scattered abroad. So from that day forward they took counsel that they might put him to death. 
Jesus therefore walked no more openly among the Jews, but departed from there into the country near the wilderness, to a city called Ephraim. He stayed there with his disciples. Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand. Many went up from the country to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. Then they sought for Jesus and spoke one with another, as they stood in the temple, What do you think, that he isn't coming to the feast at all? Now the chief priests and the Pharisees had commanded that if anyone knew where he was, he should report it, that they might seize him. Chapter 12 Then, six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, who had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. So they made him a supper there. Martha served, but Lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with him. Mary, therefore, took a pound of ointment of pure nard, very precious, and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the ointment. Then Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, one of his disciples, who would betray him, said, Why wasn't this ointment sold for three hundred denarii and given to the poor? Now he said this not because he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief, and having the money-box, used to steal what was put into it. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial. For you always have the poor with you, but you don't always have me. A large crowd, therefore, of the Jews learned that he was there, and they came, not for Jesus' sake only, but that they might see Lazarus also, whom he had raised from the dead. But the chief priests conspired to put Lazarus to death also, because on account of him many of the Jews went away and believed in Jesus. On the next day a great multitude had come to the feast. When they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took the branches of the palm trees and went out to meet him, and cried out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel! Jesus, having found a young donkey, sat on it. As it is written, don't be afraid, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king comes, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples didn't understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things were written about him, and that they had done these things to him. The multitude, therefore, that was with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb, and raised him from the dead, was testifying about it. For this cause also the multitude went and met him, because they heard that he had done this sign. The Pharisees therefore said among themselves, See how you accomplish nothing. Behold, the world has gone after him. Now there were certain Greeks among those that went up to worship at the feast. These therefore came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida of Galilee, and asked him, saying, Sir, we want to see Jesus. Philip came and told Andrew, and in turn Andrew came with Philip, and they told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The time has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Most certainly I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains by itself alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. He who loves his life will lose it. He who hates his life in this world will keep it to eternal life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. Where I am, there will my servant also be. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Now my soul is troubled. 
What shall I say, Father, save me from this time? But for this cause I came to this time. Father, glorify your name. Then there came a voice out of the sky, saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. The multitude, therefore, who stood by and heard it, said that it had thundered. Others said, An angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, This voice hasn't come for my sake, but for your sakes. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the prince of this world will be cast out. And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. But he said this, signifying by what kind of death he should die. The multitude answered him, We have heard out of the law that the Christ remains forever. How do you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Jesus therefore said to them, Yet a little while the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, that darkness doesn't overtake you. He who walks in the darkness doesn't know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become children of light. Jesus said these things, and he departed and hid himself from them. But though he had done so many signs before them, yet they didn't believe in him, that the word of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled which he spoke, Lord, who has believed our report? To whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For this cause they couldn't believe, for Isaiah said again, He has blinded their eyes, and he hardened their heart, lest they should see with their eyes, and perceive with their heart, and would turn, and I would heal them. Isaiah said these things when he saw his glory, and spoke of him. Nevertheless, even of the rulers, many believed in him, but because of the Pharisees they didn't confess it, so that they wouldn't be put out of the synagogue, for they loved men's praise more than God's praise. Jesus cried out and said, Whoever believes in me, believes not in me, but in him who sent me. He who sees me, sees him who sent me. I have come as a light into the world, that whoever believes in me may not remain in the darkness. If anyone listens to my sayings and doesn't believe, I don't judge him, for I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He who rejects me and doesn't receive my sayings has one who judges him. The word that I spoke, the same will judge him in the last day. For I spoke not from myself, but the Father who sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. I know that his commandment is eternal life. The things, therefore, which I speak, even as the Father has said to me, so I speak. End of chapters 9 through 12